0: Welcome to my basement, everybody. We have got an old friend of the Electric Playground on the show today. He uh, worked at uh, Kojima Productions. He worked at 343 for a while. Then he started his own studio called Camouflage, published a game called uh, Republic, self-published, and has recently worked with Marvel and Sony to make us Iron Man VR. Welcome back to Electric Playground and to my basement, Ryan Payton. How are you, my friend?
1: i'm doing good and so so good to be on the show victor i've been looking forward to this for a long time me too brother i miss
0: you it's been uh, ages since we hung out um i know I you've know. been incredibly busy tell me how this whole thing came together how did you get to take the reins on a tony stark iron man massive game like this title
1: sure it was e3 2016 and as you know because you've been to many e3s victor uh no. that there's there's a lot of business that happens at the Lobby of the JW Marriott Hotel. Right. And I was there with my good friend Brian Intahar, who was hanging out. He had just announced his Spider-Man game. And uh, the head of Marvel Games, Jay Ung, was there and he said, Hey, Ryan, I'm I'm looking for a developer to do a big, ambitious, character focused VR game. Do you think you and your team at Camouflage will be interested? And initially I said, No.
0: And that's probably what endeared them <laughs> to, the story. To, to you, right? Yeah, they were like, yeah, oh, this guy knows the weight of this responsibility.
1: Yeah, it was, it was because we were actually busy with another project, uh, and we didn't know anything about building VR at the time. And, and I, what I told Jay was, at the time, there was only like just what you would call VR experiences, little demos. And when I came back to him and said, hey, um, if you're talking about a real video game that's built for VR, and if it could feature Iron Man, for example, then I recant on that no, and I, it's a resounding yes. And then he came back with me to me saying, um, actually, it's a no. You can work on anything else except Iron Man. Um, that's oh. our crown jewel for VR. And so uh, that's gonna go to a, a bigger and more accomplished studio than camouflage, no offense.
0: Oh my goodness. Okay, so this took months then. You had to go t- back and
1: forth to convince you guys. It took literally two weeks. And it's because oh. at, as I closed the conversation, I said, okay, so hypothetically, Jay, What would that studio need to do to prove to you that they are the right studio for Iron Man VR? And he said, okay, I know what you're trying to do, you're not gonna get it, but they'd create the best prototype I've ever seen, the best pitch I've ever seen, and they would be able to promise me how big and ambitious and amazing the game would be through a a lot of documentation that we would need. I said, okay, I'll be back in two weeks with all those things. We came back in two weeks and we got the game. Oh
0: my God, dude, congratulations. That is huge. Did you, when you started Camouflage, I don't think the, you know, the dream was to work on a globally recognized massive property like Iron Man. You were charting a different course. Could you, I mean, was this something that you could see? I mean, obviously you've worked on massive games like Halo and and uh, Metal Gear Solid, but was this something that you could
1: see for your team? You're right, when, when I started Camouflage back nine years ago now, uh, the, the, the dream, and it still is today, is to is to be one of the, the next biggest like high quality independent AAA game studios out there, and we did yeah. so from the very very beginning with a, by creating an original IP. Um, but then when the opportunity came to us with what 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 Marvel is doing, what I saw what they were doing with the Spider Man game, and how they're just transforming the Marvel games business. And then I thought to myself and my colleagues here, camouflage on our pedigree of working in a franchise like Halo, for example, which features a guy in a metallic suit with a a, a, a more than a, a more than surface level female AI assistant next to him. I thought, right. you know what? Not only could we do this well, but I think this would be a really important game that we could tell a really important story through, um, through VR to, to a much larger audience, such as like the PlayStation VR audience.
0: Dude, I, I've been saying this since VR kind of bubbled up again, that what the, um, what the format really needs are properties and characters and, and game you know, licenses or what, you know, things that we're familiar with already to get more people invested in. And Iron Man absolutely fits that bill. I'm super psyched that uh, Star Wars Squadrons is coming out. These are the things that get us, you know, all the radar dishes pivot and go, oh my God, we've got to go and check this experience out in VR. Why is Iron Man a perfect fit for VR? And why did Marvel think it was the holy grail for VR?
1: Well, clearly you get it, Victor, and that was our pitch and we said, Straight up, in one sentence, Iron Man is perfect for VR. If you look at the motion controllers, we can map map those with Iron Man's repulsors. Uh, That's how he flies, that's how he shoots. You've got your HUD that you see in the films and the comics, and that's being represented by the the 360 degree uh, helmet you've got on the the PlayStation VR headset. And uh, and the the rocket punching and the ground pounding and all the action of Iron Man is perfectly suited for the strengths of, of the gameplay in VR. But on the, but one of the things that Marvel, I think, was really happy to hear from us was that we said it wasn't just about the high-flying, high-intensity action that we could do as Iron Man. Is that a big part of Iron Man is the guy inside the suit. It's Tony Stark. And by putting players in the shoes of Tony Stark and telling a story, a deeply personal story, that's when VR goes beyond just being an experience. But these were that's how we can make meaningful games in VR that can get a much broader audience.
0: Awesome. How, how familiar were you and the team with the, you know, the mythology and, and the, the storytelling that has gone into Iron Man comics over the years?
1: Well, somebody, as you know, who grew up loving Metal Gear Solid, Halo, and getting, be able to work on those franchises, I, I have to pinch myself every single day. And same thing goes with Iron Man, is that not only was it perfect for VR, but that was one of the few comic books that I got really, really into when I was a kid. And so I was really familiar with the franchise. A lot of my staff here, Camouflage, really loves Iron Man, so it was just a perfect fit. i have to—I didn't have to fake it, you know. I love—I love stories where, um, especially in the superhero genre, where it's a little more grounded, yeah. And it's about—and it's, it's—it's really character-focused. And one of the really fascinating things about, about Tony Stark is that on paper he's not a very likable character, no. but what Stan Lee and Jack Kirby and all those guys did, um, and then all the the, the later writers um, like Matt Matt Fraction. Uh, Michael Bendis, I think that they did a great job of really personalizing that character. And now it's a character that we want to embody despite the fact that most of us are not uh, billionaire inventors with, like a, with a mansion in Malibu.
0: Or arms dealers, and that was one thing or that I, never, I, I, I noticed that you didn't shy away from that in the story at all. You dove right into that—the repercussions, the fact that Tony Stark has played both sides, um, you know, the uh, the fallout really from his past life that he's trying to kind of, you know, distance himself from. To varying degrees of success, and you guys dove right into that. It reminded me a lot of uh, the storytelling in, in Kojima's games, actually. Mm. And there's definitely elements, um, uh, particularly with the ghost character, where uh, you know, I was reminded of Psychomantis. and And was that conscious? Was there a, uh, <laughs> um, a a message, and also an homage to past lives <laughs> in this game? but I have to
1: be, I have to be careful because I love homages, uh, and I love to you know point to past games. Um, so, but the problem is, that I'm filled with uh, a staff of 50 people that yeah. love those games too, and they they're calling out the Psycho Mantis references. And I and I don't want to, <laughs> you know, I don't want people to think like I'm I'm ripping those guys off or whatever. But we do get inspired. There's there are great moments uh, with with the ghost villain that really leverage the strengths of VR, where you know she she's a ethereal, ethereal right, so she can go through walls. Um, like, how do you, that was one of the things that Marvel and Bill Roseman over at Marvel really um, encouraged us to do is that we had a villain that, especially in VR, like what's Tony gonna do with a villain that you can't hit? You know, that can hack into your suit, that can do all these really interesting things. And I'm really happy that she ended up becoming one of the main villain of the game.
0: One of the things that's um, come up a lot in, in reviews and, and we're seeing people, I noticed it when I was playing it, was the, uh, the loading times in the game. And I have to ask, are you guys patching it? Or are you tweaking that so the loading will be a little quicker?
1: Yeah, so when we, as you know with game development, um, we, you and I have been there with, with crazy deadlines on, 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 yes. on pro- projects like the Metal Gear Solid 4 making of, uh, everything is so frantic at the end of the project. And one of the things that I chose to do, whether it was right or not, it's up for the community to decide, is that you only have a finite amount of resources as you're finishing this game. And we had a long list of things we wanted to make great. And to the credit of the team, I think we made so many things of uh, the content of the game really, really great. But yes. what we didn't have time for was to just have all the engineers dogpile onto the issue that we knew was there, which was at the long loading times. And so it's something that we're looking into. I can't like promise that it's going to go down by X percent or whatever, um, but it's something that I should have planned for in, uh, initially, especially in VR, you don't want to be waiting in a, in a loading screen. Yeah. And yeah. But that's, that's part of the reason why we make it as entertaining as possible. You know, we have some interactivity, we have some lore in there, we have some challenges you can check out. But um, yeah, it's one of the areas that we feel like... Um, we could have been better at, um, but we're as far as the game content is concerned. I think we're really, really proud.
0: You dude, Dan. You you have every right to be incredibly proud. You absolutely feel like Iron Man. I don't know if you watched me stream the game, but I was like, oh, what? not yet.
1: Oh, this is Maybe awesome.
0: Oh my God.
1: Where are you anyway? Woo! Look out the window. Woo! Oh, yes. I was I,
0: I was absolutely into it, and people were responding to that on the chat. My kid was watching. Ruby was watching me, and oh, nice. Uh, yeah, you feel like Iron Man, man. You guys, you guys nice. nailed it. And not only did you nail the the experience and the vibe of it, but you open up the obvious Pandora's box of more and of you know, does this game have more content coming to it? Are you talking now with Marvel about other VR experiences? Are you focused on? Uh, VR for your team as a studio is that is that your direction and your decision or you know, tell us a little bit about what you can uh, sure. future wise for you guys.
1: Yeah, for for camouflage, I think we went into this project having no VR experience, and we came out of this project absolutely loving it. And having learned so much and we feel like we're only scratching the surface in terms of what VR is capable of and I think yeah. fans and players especially PlayStation VR users I think they appreciate the level of content and love and care that went into this game But I also think that when you look at the critiques a lot of what they're poking at is that they want more they want yeah. bigger uh, And and we're with them. We we, we we want we want to continue to build in VR um, if if this game's successful and and, and Marvel and Sony won another game. I hope they call us up. But you know, for the moment, right now, the team is resting because they worked so incredibly hard on the game. And, yeah. uh, and like I said, I couldn't be I couldn't be prouder.
0: There is a massive credit list on this thing. When I when I watched, and, and one thing <laughs> I noticed is that you're just buried within the design team, and and uh, there's no studio. I mean, that that speaks to you. Uh, but um, one of the things that stood out is uh, is it in Indigo Downey? Is that Robert Downey's? Son, does he have a, a song on the game? Or
1: there, there's a song called uh, called the Do- uh, it's, it's it's called "Vervain" from this, uh, the band called The Dosage. Uh, the Dose, yeah. I should say, and uh, it's it's one of those like it's that like, it's that loud heavy metal uh, song that plays um, in in one of the earlier scenes of the game. And we thought it would be kind of fun to kind of connect the worlds a little bit there. So uh, I'm glad that you noticed.
0: That's so cool. Did did uh, you guys send a care package to Robert Downey Jr. by chance? You and the Marvel team, perhaps?
1: Oh, I, I, you know, you know me. I'm 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 just like a little guy in the credits. I'm not, <laughs> I don't rub shoulders with 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 movie stars. Uh, you know, I'm just I'm just there every day, like literally with the VR headset in my on my on my face, um, just testing it, making it as good as I can, and uh, and that and that's what I love to do
0: what's um what do you think you guys nailed the the best in this game what what moment or, or element do you think you know really kind of paints the portrait of what this game's value is and 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 has some kind of emotional value to you
1: well you, you know me I'm, I'm I'm all about story and I think we did a great job with the game story and how we told it yep. in VR um, that being said I think the biggest challenge that that I, I put the team um, to on this title, is that despite the fact that I really loved our previous game, Republic, I think it was really lacking in terms of moment-to-moment gameplay. Hmm. Didn't have deep gameplay. Uh, the controls weren't as good as they needed to be. And that's why I'm so proud of what the team has been able to accomplish with Marvel's Iron Man VR, is that I think it, I think it plays beautifully. I think the combat is, 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 is really not only fun, but it's incredibly deep. And it's, like a, it's a combat sandbox that I can play every single day and just find so much enjoyment out of. And so, yeah, when I look back, I think that um, if, if you were to love the game or critique the game, I think it all stems from the same thing, is that we are, we're a very ambitious group. Um, we, we didn't shy away from trying to create a really big AAA level VR game. And if you love the combat, um, I think that you're with me in that, yeah, this, this game makes you feel like Iron Man and, and, it, and it's a triumph in a lot of ways. And if, and if the if the, if the flight controls and the combat just didn't click with you, it, you know, it, I, I get that too. Um, it's really, the mileage really varies per per user. But at the end of the day, I'm um, I'm just really proud of like the moment to moment movement in combat of the game as you play as Iron Man.
0: It's such a physical experience. And I'm wondering, you obviously have to focus test it and you let people come in. And that must be such a mind expanding thing because you are moving from decades of language that you know people on controllers and people playing video games in a specific right. way to everybody is a different challenge for how they are going to adapt to your experience it must be so tough
1: <laughs> you you touched on potentially the hardest aspect of developing this game in particular yeah is that uh what we found was we are introducing a new vocabulary in terms of how you move and, and battle in VR as Iron Man. Uh, there's no other game to look to really. And so what we found was we would have people that were could beat Doom Eternal on hard mode come in the, and play this game and think it's too difficult and struggle with the controls early on. Um, and then we would have some people that maybe play two video games a year and it clicks with them instantly and they're flying around and battling just like Iron Man and then vice versa, we'd have the opposite. And so one of the things I found that was really challenging was that we have a lot to teach the player. We have an eight to, eight to 10 hour campaign, and that's probably not still not enough time. So if anything, one of the areas that I know I could have done better is, is more CPU management of the player's brain because you have to, it takes so much effort and so much immersion in VR to learn these new mechanics and uh it's the replay if, of the
0: game though right that's i mean that that's the the i think the extended value of the game is to go back in and to challenge yourself again which i you guys did a great job at at giving players that option too right so i wouldn't myself right, yeah. up too much there <laughs> you know i think well, that, I, I that's I always that's yeah <laughs> i guess that's the job
1: right that well that that's who i am and uh and yeah i think i i i put a lot of things in the game to try to encourage players to not not just rush forward in the campaign to get comfortable with the game's flight uh, flight and and combat controls. And I have to say, the more you put into it, the more you get out.
0: I know you can't tell me, but is is there a plan for... I mean, everybody's talking about the PlayStation 5 right now, and obviously the SSD and the technology. Is there a plan to make this playable on PlayStation 5? There's a, a chat about backwards compatibility. Anything you can tell me about the future?
1: You know, I, to be completely honest, all the team has been focused on, and myself included, has been to ship a great PlayStation 4, PlayStation VR exclusive game in Marvel's Iron Man VR. Beyond that, that's ultimately Sony and Marvel's call. Uh, and we're just, like I said, we're just resting um, and like recuperating after a long development that had its share of up, shares of ups and downs. Um, but yeah, I think that's really what's just been my focus the entire time.
0: What's it been like to work with Marvel? I know that, uh, you know, I know Bill Roseman and Eric Monticelli and a bunch of the people over there. And and uh, I, I feel uh, just this massive desire to really shake things up and to kind of challenge, you know, our expectations and to kind of meet and exceed what we've gotten out of the MCU. Was that a palpable passion that, that uh, could drive
1: you guys? Absolutely. From the very first day when we started working with Marvel Games, you could tell that the, the passion that drive is there, which is music to my ears, because I want to do big and ambitious things too. Uh, and, and that's where it's all started. And then, it, and then it got hard because they weren't happy with like our first old, our initial uh, story draft. And they didn't love our first design of the impulse armor uh, of, of Iron Man. And I, then I realized that, yeah, this is, gonna be, this is gonna be a challenge and they're asking us to, to elevate our game. And I think it was one of the best things that our studio went, uh, went through. And we came out the other side much stronger, but also because, but also we we found out that as time went on, approvals got faster. And we, I think they could tell that we were starting to really understand what makes a Marvel game, what makes a Marvel story. And that built us, that gave us a lot of um, encouragement and, and confidence as we went and closed out the game.
0: That's awesome. Do you have other favorite superheroes that you think might work well in VR?
1: Well, I mean, I think that I, you know, for example, I think that Rocksteady and WB did a great job with Arkham VR. I think that helps you really feel like Batman. I'm a huge Batman fan, as you are, I know. Yep, uh, yep. I think uh, Wolverine is a is a is is right for like I think a, a a straight on full experience about him. If it could be like Old Man Logan, I think it would be even better. Uh, whoever like hopefully works on that title, I think that'd be really cool too.
0: I told the Marvel Games guys that I think David Hayter should be uh, the new Wolverine. I think, I think that'd be awesome. Wouldn't that be incredible? It would be incredible. It would be
1: incredible.
0: <laughs> He's been Who old knows. Snake,
1: and then he could be old man, old man Logan.
0: Dude, I think he would just nail it, and I think fans would go crazy with that. So I, I don't know. Right. Push, push that along if you can. With the, <laughs> I'll, I'll with try my best. Foot.
1: <laughs> Look like I'm just a, I'm just a small guy. You know that. <laughs>
0: um. So, do you want to do another big game like this right away, or do you want to pivot now and and make another indie? You know, not VR type of experience.
1: I want to go. Or you just want to go better. to the
0: beach. You want no, to? Go no, or I,
1: I No, I want to. I started. I started thinking about what we want to do next. Uh, the moment that we finish this game, right? Yeah. Uh, I I feel like we've got we've still got a lot more to say. Uh, the team is so much stronger now than they were when they started this project. Their level of hunger and ambition is is way beyond um, what it was even a year ago. And so uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm there shoulder to shoulder with them that this is, this is a game that we should be really, really proud of. We faced up, we looked down that like into, straight into the eyes of many, many challenges, and we rose to the occasion on many fronts. It's not a perfect game, but I'm really proud of what we built, and I know yeah. that we're just getting started. Fantastic.
0: Brother, I'm very proud of you. Uh, oh, you know, I've known you for a long time and uh, I've just seen you kind of tackle your dreams and just go after it. And I know I know how hard that is. And uh, I, yes. uh, you, you did us all, all of us comic nerds, proud with Iron Man VR. And I'm just oh, thank you. I, I'm happy that this game exists. I think it's a good move for VR. I'm happy that PlayStation and Marvel made this happen for you guys. And I'm happy that you crushed it and uh, and your team did, too. And thank you so much for being on the show. Oh, thank you,
1: Vic. It's been awesome. and uh, Thank you for all your support over the years. I appreciate it. Uh, my pleasure, brother.
0: That was Ryan Payton from uh, Camouflage, who just made us Iron Man VR. Go check out that game if you've got a PlayStation VR. Thanks for watching, everybody. We will be back soon, and until then, play forever.